It's episode 144 of Leading Ladies of Corpus Christi, and I'm sitting in a Zoom meeting with the brand manager at Visit Corpus Christi, America Segura. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really, really excited. I've listened to your podcast and I love it. So um, I'm really excited that you thought of me and to have me on. Absolutely. Uh, and that means a lot that that anyone listens, especially somebody like you. Um, and I'm glad. So I saw you because of the campaign that you guys were doing for the rebranding for Visit Corpus Christi. And I got to meet you and you had been all a part of that and organizing that and everything. And after meeting you, I knew I had to have you on. So thank you so much, because I know that you're incredibly busy. Thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, I've been at my role with Visit Corpus Christi since February, so I'm about to be seven months in two days. Congratulations. So rebranding. Thank you. Um, so rebranding was definitely like the biggest thing on my plate. And um, our CEO, Brett, he was very adamant about this um, community night. So kind of just got went ahead and got started with doing everything that I could to just make it really possible public and make sure I got the community on board. And, um, it was, it was, it's really exciting. And I, I just love the effect that it's had on like relationships and visit Corpus Christi's relationships with our partners and with influencers in the city. So definitely a really proud moment for the organization and for me. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, to me, being a brand manager for, um, essentially a city is, huge. That's a huge, huge undertaking. And so I'm going to back up a little bit. So has marketing and that kind of thing always been something you've been interested in? Or how did you come about getting into this particular field? Yeah, so I've always really, really liked communications in general. Um, I really loved writing. So growing up, I always thought I wanted to be a writer. And I was like, huh, like, you know what, if I could be a journalist, if I could be a writer, like that would be amazing. And then when I got into college, um, I attended uh, Texas A&M University Corpus Christi. Mm-hmm. I started my minor in business and I quickly discovered that I really liked the business side of things. So I took my first marketing class and I was like, ooh, I really like this. And then I started learning a little bit more about public relations. And I was like, okay, I love this because public relations has both the marketing side, the relationship side, because I love people. And then there's also the the writing portion of it. So I kind of always knew I loved writing, always knew I loved people. Um, marketing really came until I was in college that I was like, Ooh, I love, I like to do this. And I think I'm pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, quite the journey, especially starting off with wanting to do something in journalism. And I think it's funny how things work out because now you're kind of doing a little bit of everything, not necessarily journalism, but the writing and the marketing and also getting to develop relationships with people that seems to be really important to you. And it's all manifesting in this job. So is this a position that you got immediately out of school or how, how did that uh, transition work? Yes. So um, I started school here in 2016. Um, I was majoring in uh, media studies with an emphasis in communication, no communication with an emphasis in media studies. And my minor was business admin. So I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do. um, And I was like, well, I was really into business. So I started my business and then I was like, no, but I want like another job. So I kind of, I prayed about it and it just became really evident to me that it was either I wanted to work for a city or I wanted to work for a school district in public relations. Wow. Um, That's so specific. That's huge. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, um, you know, it's probably going to be really hard and I'm probably not going to be able to do it right out of school. I was constantly praying about it because I was just like, these are hard positions to get. It's Mm -hmm. not easy to break into this industry. So um, I was so fortunate and blessed enough to be able to get a position with Visit Corpus Christi right out of college. So um, I only, I graduated 2020. Mm -hmm. I graduated 2020. So I'm one of the pandemic graduates. (laughs) Congratulations. And then, yeah, I, I never 
walked, so I never got my moment, but it, it was, it was worth it. I was just so glad and blessed to be done with school. And then a year later, um, I got my position with visit Corpus Christi. So it, it all worked out. It was, it was, it was a nice little break that I had in between. Um, but I ended up with my dream job. So that was really, that was really exciting for me. Absolutely. And that just goes to show that divine timing, right? Like it's all in divine timing when the timing is right. Oh, you know. for sure. Oh my gosh. I can't, don't even get me started on that. Oh, I am getting you started. Crazy. I love talking about this kind of stuff because it's obvious to me. And I, w- I want to go into a little bit more detail about why specifically you w- knew that you wanted to work for either a city or a school district. Cause those are very, very specific like spots and they're not because I it's been my experience that whenever people want to get into marketing they're thinking private sector but you are thinking community which I think is really really cool and refreshing and so why those particular uh like areas did you want to get get into those yeah so growing up I always really like I said, I was into journalism. I thought I wanted to either do something maybe in politics. Then I figured out politics wasn't my thing. Then I, I went a little bit into wanting to do fashion journalism. And then it just became really evident to me that I cared a lot about people and relationships um, and community. So it was just something that I think God laid on my heart, like community, city, like be a change, be a light. Mm -hmm. Um, So that was just really what was laid on my heart. And I was trying to figure out, you know, school district or city. City's a lot harder to break into. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, I don't want to say it wasn't my first choice because it was my first choice, but it was the tougher choice to to be able to obtain that. And um, I searched far and wide to see what positions were open in communications. And there was nothing for school districts. There was a couple with the city, with downtown management district. There was one as well. And then visit Corpus Christi. Um, and I decided, I actually decided to apply for both and visit Corpus Christi just happened to be the perfect fit for me. Um, and they reached out sooner. So of it, course. it was just really the divine timing. That makes me so happy because you know, speaking as a native Corpus Christian, you always want people who are kind of running the show and representing us to really want to be here. And I can tell that you do. So thank you so much for, for being here. So are you, or, or yeah, for doing for uh, the job here. So are you from Corpus? I'm actually not from Corpus Christi, which is really shocking to a lot of people that meet me because <laughs> they're like, you love this place so much. Um, no, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a Corpus Christi native. Um, I actually grew up in a really small town four hours from here. I grew up in Eagle Pass. But um, when I came to college here, um, my freshman year, I have to admit, I got really homesick. I really didn't think that this was the place for me. And I can go off on a tangent about how, like, I wanted to, like, go back home and all this stuff. Yeah, I wanted to go back home, and I did for a semester. I opened up a store, actually, and I was really involved with my community back home. Wow. Um, But, yeah, the Lord just started changing some things in my heart, and it was just so, so obvious that I was meant to be rooted here in Corpus Christi. So I had to lay down my plan and just give it fully to God, and He led me here and I got really involved with my church and that was really amazing for me. That was like a breakthrough for me. And slowly I just started getting very rooted and like my roots were deep here in Corpus Christi and I just had a love for the city. And I was very passionate about seeing it grow and change. And um, that's actually something that I expressed to Brett, our CEO, so much mm-hmm. that I was just really passionate about seeing being, being here in the city and seeing change and like just seeing the positive of what what has come to be even in the last four years that I had lived here I love hearing that uh, and I love that you cared about it so much you know that ultimately like you're establishing yourself down here and I got to go to Eagle Pass for the first and only time 
in early 2020, it was like February 2020. So before things went down, I had to go for a work conference. And uh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I really enjoyed Eagle Pass a lot. Uh, It was for I work for the water department. So it was a water conference that y'all hold there annually. And um, everybody there was was really, really friendly. And and the the conference was really well put together. And and, uh, I enjoyed it. I had a good time in Eagle Pass. I only have good memories about Eagle Pass. So that's That's really cool. That's really cool. Did you go to the casino? Yeah, so that's where we ended up staying. So our rooms were there. And uh, of course we gambled. I won pretty good money for playing penny slots. I will say that. Like it, it was just a good time. And like I said, every, everybody was super nice. Like the people who work for the Eagle Pass Water Department or municipality uh, were fantastic. Like y'all did an amazing job, um, y'all. Yeah, I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I know I know a lot of people still that work with the city and Eagle Pass. Like I like I said, community's just always been really important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always I've always just wanted to be involved, wanted to make a change, wanted to move the needle forward. Like I've just always really cared about relationships. So, um, still love Eagle Pass and, um, I love going back there when I can, but it's just so evident that God wants me here. And, um, there was just a lot of symbolism behind that and behind what Corpus Christi means to me. So, I love that. And uh, to me, it's really obvious, too, especially you're getting a job directly related to the city pretty immediately after graduating. You know, it, it's yeah, just... that to me still blows my mind because mm-hmm. sometimes I'm like, I am so much younger and ju- I just feel so little because you've met me. I, I'm pretty small. <laughs> I'm pretty tiny. Yes, you're very petite. So sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just like, I'm just like this little person just like doing the best that I can and putting my best foot forward and just doing the thing with God's help. You are doing a ton of things. So you've mentioned already, I think a couple of times about a business that you started. Is this the boutique? Yes. Okay. Tell me about we're like, we're going to be jumping all over the place, but you're doing cool stuff. Yeah. And so I don't mind like doing that. So you have, um, a, a couple of boutiques. You have the Battelle boutique and America Battelle boutique, right? Yes. So, um, that was a project I started when I was 18. Um, like I said, I wanted my first year here. I really, um, I still had not found community my first year. So I just wanted to go back home and I knew everybody back there. And I was just like, you know, I'm better off just going back. And so I did go back for a semester and that was kind of like my excuse with my mom. Cause my mom was not about it. She was like, no ma'am, like you wanted to leave. Now you're going to finish mm-hmm. and you're going to like finish where you started. So I, I still started the boutique and that was kind of my excuse for staying there. I did online classes for a semester. So I was still enrolled at TAMUCC. Okay. That's smart. Um, Yeah. So I was like, mom, I can totally do this. Like I'll just take all of these online classes for my business, uh, my business minor. Well, I'm an Eagle pass and I'll run the boutique for six months. And I was really hoping that my mom's mind would change after six months and seeing how, how the boutique had grown. Um, and, it was so much fun. I loved it so much. That's probably the most mind-blowing thing I think I've ever done because, fun fact, I it took me two weeks to open that store. Like, in two weeks, I made up my mind. I started the shopping. I wow. got a place, renovated the place, and it was it was a lot of work. One of my best friends always tells me, like, it was so hard to be your friend during those two weeks, but you were so <laughs> determined to get it done. Well, I'll say two weeks. Like, who does that? That's incredible. Yeah, it was it was crazy, but it was such a hit from the beginning. And I just received so many, like, loving people. And people were just so shocked. One, because I was the youngest business owner in Eagle Pass. But two, people were just so... Um, I. I guess people had already known me from like high school. I love dressing up. I always wore heels. So they were like, oh, like, where'd you get your top? Where'd you get your this? And then I, I come back from college a year later and I start this boutique and everyone's like, oh my gosh, like this is perfect. And then Eagle Pass is so tiny. Mm-hmm. There's really not a lot of boutiques or anything, but 
my inspiration kind of came from walking into a boutique once and just feeling like I wasn't valued as a customer just because I was young. Oh, wow. Yeah. How and frustrating. Kind of, yeah. So I was like, this is this doesn't feel good because I, I just felt really weird about it. And I was like, well, this doesn't feel good. So then that's kind of where my mentality came from. I was like, I want to create a space where like my my employees and myself, like we're going to know the customers. We're going to style the customers. We're always going to have a smile on our faces and we're always going to be really welcoming to anybody, no matter their budget. So I started the boutique and it was really, really affordable, like $20 tops. Like I try to make it as affordable as possible, really good quality. And it was just tiny and I loved it. I love that it was small, it was intimate, and it just always felt like when people came in, it was um, like a one-on-one styling yes, session. Yes, so, so I love that aspect of it. And when it was yours, we that's what I think is so cool. Like that was yours. You created it. That was your baby. Yeah, and when it came to the name, I was just like, "Well, my my name is America Batal Boutique. I think it flows." So that was where America Batel Boutique came from. Um, I was wondering that. Is that your middle name? It's not my middle name. Um, So Batel actually means daughter of God in Hebrew. And that's just really symbolic to me. Um, And that that stems back to like when I was 14. So my dad actually passed away when I was 14. And I'm so sorry. At the time. Yeah, no, no worries. It's such a testimony. And I I remember my dad in a wonderful light. So um, he passed away. And I was, I remember I had one person that called me an orphan, and it just like shattered my heart. And I remember just thinking of this word over and over after this person had called me that. So the word Battelle just kept coming to mind. And I was like, what does that mean? So then I went and Googled it. And it was just like confirmation that I wasn't an orphan, that I was a daughter of God. And that was just like him confirming that in me. So ever since then, I've like rebranded myself. (laughs) I love that. What a beautiful, beautiful story about the name of your boutique. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's really funny because a lot of people either think that's my last name or think that it's my middle name. And I... When I get wedding invitations, they put America Battelle on it and yeah. I just crack up because I'm like, that's not my last name. <laughs> well, I have to admit, because, you know, yeah, it's uh, when you look at it, you're like, OK, that must be her last name. But if you look at your Instagram profile name, it has your name there. So I'm like, let me confirm yes, with her. Yes, that's uh, that is absolutely beautiful. So you have a thriving boutique within weeks of opening an Eagle Pass. So when did you decide to come back to Corpus and what happened to the boutique? Yeah. So I was loving my boutique. I, I loved it so much, but then January came and I, there was no more online classes to take. And my mom still had not changed her mind. And I was like, you know what? The boutique has been doing so well. Um, I can hire somebody I can hire a couple of girls um, to take on like a little more of the load off. And so I came back to Corpus that January. This is in 2019? No, this is in 2018. January of 2018. And so I came back and I was like, you know what? Let me do my best and just put all of my classes like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday and um, I'll head back to Eagle Pass every weekend. So wow, I did that for three years, 2018, 2019, and uh, the majority of 2020. Wow. So I was driving back and forth. I loved it though. Um, and it was, it was, a, it was very difficult, but it was so worth it. And I can honestly say that although the boutique was very time consuming and it was stressful and I did have to give up so many things because I was so young. It's like, I didn't have a normal college experience. Right. Um, it was still so worth it, especially with my field. And, um, when it came to my interview with visit Corpus Christi with CEO, with the CEO, Brett, he was really interested in knowing how, 
I had kind of managed that. So Absolutely. it was really cool to be able to, yeah, it was really cool to be able to tell him because he was like, you were in school, you were doing this and you were also working at a church. Like that's just, that's a lot. It is a lot. So, so yeah, it was, it was definitely, I was really, I was constantly busy and some things did fall through the cracks, you know, like some made like relationships and, um, as far as like some friends, but I had really good friends at, at the time. And I still do that just understood that I had really, I was very like, had really defined goals. I knew what I wanted and they were just like, okay, well we're here when you're ready to, you know, hang out. So it was really neat. I, I did lose some friends that were just like, you know, it's hard whenever schedules don't work out. Of course. Whenever things just don't work out, but then you realize that you have those ride or die friends. So I was so blessed enough to have those ride or die friends that are still my friends today. And they're just like, wow, like you have now have more time now that you have, you know, just one job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I now only have, I now only have my, my boutique online and, um, I do it from Corpus Christi and it's, it's a lot slower pace, but, um, it's definitely, definitely a good learning experience. And I really enjoyed having my boutique and now I don't take time for granted. I, I'm very protective of my time and I make sure that I'm getting myself filled up so that I'm able to pour out more. I love everything about what you just said. So I want to go back a little bit. You mentioned, you know, I didn't really have the typical college experience, you know, but I was doing, you know, something that was important to me. I think that that is fantastic because what is the typical college experience, right? Whenever I'm thinking about it, it's like going out to parties and like doing stuff that's more socializing rather than, I mean, you could be building some friendships, but for the most part, I mean, I'm thinking back, maybe this is just my take on it, but I'm thinking about my own personal college days and it was like, you know, doing stuff yeah. that it, in, in retrospect, I'm like, I would have been just fine if I didn't do the majority of that. So I think it's incredible that you had the wherewithal to be like, no, I, I want to start a business, make this business thrive in addition to going to school. That is huge. And that's what makes you a success, obviously. And that you said you have well-defined goals and know what you want for yourself. And so something else that you've been talking about is you just kind of fell into business, like the subject and really liked it. And then you are a bona fide business woman. Like, have you taken that reality in? Um, sometimes I'm like, I think when I was younger, like when I was 18 and 19, I was like, oh yeah, I'm a business owner, but it was all fun and games in my head. Like, of course there was like bills and tax stuff and all of that. But to me, it was just so much fun to be able to go into work and dress up. So I didn't really like, yes, I was a business owner and I knew it, but I was just like, I'm just having fun. <laughs> Um, it wasn't until recently now that I'm a little older and I've matured and my friends are like, no, like you owned a business. Yes. And now that I look back, like now that I look back at it, I'm like, oh yeah, that was real. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, you still own a business. It's, you know, you made the transition online, which I think was a good move because last year was rough on a lot of businesses, which we'll get into. Um, but to go, go back a little bit more, whenever you talked about, you know, losing friendships while pursuing your goals, you're absolutely right. You know, that this is the opportunity for like those real true ride or die uh, friends to show up. And they did. So shout out and applause to the friends that stick with you while you do what's important to you. You know, that's, that's big. I, I have friends like that and I'm forever grateful to them. So, uh, awesome that you have a friend group like that, that supports you so much. Um, it's always important to me that women have that kind of support, not just women, but um, being a woman, you know, I, I, I can always appreciate when women are, are looking after each other. So, so that's tremendous. So now you have the boutique online and this has freed up your time some, because in addition to being the brand manager, manager of visit Corpus Christi and running your boutiques, you also have a blog going on, which I think is really cool. And I got to read about some of the destinations you've visited. So why did you decide to start the blog? Because I think it's fantastic. 
Oh my gosh, I don't really advertise my blog, so I'm so shocked you actually oh, saw Oh, I'm it. sorry. Um, Do you not want to talk about it? No, no. It's awesome. No, it's so totally. good. Okay. I kind of just have it there for when people are really interested in looking at the website. It's something fun. Like I said, I love writing, and so that's a good outlet for me. Yes. Um, I have to say I am a little shy when it comes to it because I kind of think of myself. I'm like, who do I think I am? Like, oh, writing no. a blog. Oh, but... Imposter syndrome? <laughs> Not here. Not today, America. Yeah. So I'm like... Uh, I write about it and I'll post about it occasionally, but not too much. I just have always loved writing. And once I turned 18, I just kind of made a goal to at least take two trips a year, um, whether that was to another state or international trips. I just really wanted to travel. Um, and that was something that really stemmed from, from my dad. My dad was a really big influence Aww. growing up. And um, he's kind of the one that put it in my head that I was really good at communications because I'm first of all, I'm bilingual. And I used to I was I was a, only a Spanish speaker, probably up until I was in the second grade. And I would just talk and talk and talk. Um, so he was like, you're really good at speaking in Spanish. And then when I learned English, he's like, you're really good at speaking in English as well. And you're really good at writing. So he's kind of the one that push that on me and I then that. I was like no I really I really do enjoy this so um I he also mentioned how journalism was just something that I could travel with and being in communications I could do travel like I could travel and it was just important for him to let me know that I could do other things that I could dream big and that I could do anything with God by my side and I could travel and go to different countries and go to different experience, different cultures. So I thought that was something really cool that I still keep with me. And when I turned 18, I still remembered enough to make that a goal. Yeah. Well, you definitely did that. So you have visited in the past year. Uh, yeah. Year the uh, Dominican Republic, which looked amazing. And you went to Nashville and so yes. something I really liked about the blog setup was that you tackled it by day. So you broke down what you did, where you ate, what you saw by day. And I loved it because, you know, it wasn't just like a, like a one large paragraph of like everything you did, you know, but you, you broke it down and I really appreciate that layout. And so have you always been, I guess so, cause your dad said you've always been an effective communicator. I can say, you know, from an outsider looking in that that is the case. And you very much make me want to visit both destinations. And so Yay. was there a do it? Yeah. I mean, that's the goal, right? Is to share your experience and, and hopefully, you know, influence people to, to go visit because you did that and the pictures were amazing. And I feel like traveling is, you know, if people have the means to do so, uh, should include that, um, as, as goals throughout their life. And so I love that you are just embracing this and going with it. So where are your next destinations uh, that you'll be blogging about? Mm, next destination, where do I have planned to go? I'm trying, oh, what? It's this weekend. Why did I forget? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm going to Disney World this weekend. So I'm really excited about that. I've never been to Florida. Um, my sister found some incredible prices on flights um and one of my friends was getting married this friday and it just so happened that i was already going to be in the austin area so i'm flying out saturday to florida so i'm really wow. excited i, I do want to do a vlog about that because i've never been to, i've been to disneyland never been to disney world mm -hmm. um and i'm like ooh, another another state checked off the bucket list so yes i love oh i love really that you just brought up bucket list because that was my that's my next question we're going to get into that <laughs> but, but hold on um yeah i've also never been to florida so i'm really excited to to read your blog about uh visiting disney world i get them confused every time yes so i got it right okay good so in addition to traveling do you feel that you might add other subjects to what you blog about Yes, I've always wanted to blog more about fashion and about uh, trends, but I've kind of found myself 
figuring out that I'm not very trendy. I really like what I like, Mm -hmm. even if it's not trendy. Like, I will incorporate trendy pieces into my outfits, but I really just do like what I like, um, even if it's something that's not necessarily in style. So I'm still thinking about it because I'm not sure if people will be interested in reading much about things that aren't as trendy today. Like, I still love my skinny jeans and peplum tops, even though they're, like, so 2015. (laughs) Hey, whatever. Well, okay, and see, and this is what I love because trends – come and go they're fun but they don't necessarily have staying power right like that's that's typically what what a trend is so I like that rather than chasing a trend which there's nothing wrong with that I love seeing what new trends are yeah but, but what you're doing is rather than chasing a trend you have a style and that's what you're sticking with um I think that's important I think it's important for people to hear you know it's okay to wear what you like and this is what I like despite the fact that I don't know, Teen Vogue says it's out or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's important to to have that kind of content out there um, from somebody who also just wears what she likes. Um, we'll incorporate a trend from time to time if it works for me, but for the most part, I, ju- I just wear what I like. So I definitely think yeah. there's a market for that kind of content, just my two cents. Um, yeah. Yeah. I might get into it in the future. Um maybe sooner rather than later. I have the like to know it app that I got accepted to doing. I just don't post about it. And that's like one of the things that my friends tell me, they're like, you have the means to do it. And you just like, I just get imposter syndrome. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, maybe I shouldn't do that. But um, when it comes to traveling, I just think it comes so much more natural to me to Mm -hmm. write about. because of just all the different things there is to do. Something I really do want to get more into is like, I guess, travel hacks and travel tips and tricks. Yes. Because everywhere that I've gone, I don't, I mean, I don't spend, yes, I spend money, but I don't spend like the amount of money that you would usually like spend going on international trips. I try to be very, very smart about what destinations I go to and what time of year and when. Yes. Um, I love that. So that I'm able to kind of save. Um, but yeah, I can, I can be a little bougie though. Sometimes this past time <laughs> I told my sister that I'm planning our next trip and I want an all inclusive because this past time we did Airbnb and it was so much fun and it was so cool, but I kind of want to experience all inclusive with all of my sisters next time. Of course. When I think that there's balance, right? It's like, so, you know, yeah, like let's travel and see what it's like to kind of maybe do it on a budget and then let's go all out and see what it's like on the other end of the spectrum, you know, as much as possible. I think that's amazing. You know, um, there's time for luxury and there's time for, you know, maybe a little bit more casual. And, um, I think it's really cool that you're willing to experience both, you know, that it doesn't have to be an all or nothing all the time. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I'm very like, I'm very like, sometimes just go with the flow, especially when it comes to traveling. I like an itinerary. But if I don't have one, I'm just like, hey, let's just go out and explore. Let's just do the thing. It'll be fun. Yes. Uh, So dream destination. Where would you go? Greece, definitely Greece. That's like my dream destination. I probably think that I will end up going hopefully when I get married as like a honeymoon, I think Greece would be beautiful. Absolutely. Um, and then Bali. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. Bali. And I, after seeing Crazy Rich Asians, which is one of my favorite movies. It's so I good. I really would like, yes, I really would like to do the Philippines. Um, and I'm so sad because I was actually supposed to go to Taiwan in 2020 for a mission trip and I wasn't able to do that of course with COVID but um hopefully I get to do some type of mission trip that's also one of my goals yes as far as travel yes I have no doubt that you'll be scratching Greece and Bali off your list as well as a mission trip to an international country no doubt about it um also I wanted to talk a little bit about you know your experiencing imposter syndrome which isn't unheard of with really smart and successful women but it just blows my mind because I'm like look at what you've already accomplished at such a young age you're barely getting started you should not at all feel like an imposter ever and I'm I just want you to know that coming from from me 
that no way thank you that's so sweet yes uh, thank you for that I, absolutely i mean you you should 100 percent feel feel validated in whatever it is you do because you deserve to be there doing whatever it is um so back to goals and bucket lists something that i thought was really awesome that you have on your website is a bucket list of all the things you want to accomplish and it's a long list and i could i i'm pretty <laughs> sure some of it has been it's not crossed off but it's almost like it's bolded or you did something to differentiate between stuff so what was the yeah. idea behind putting that up on the website because i think it's brilliant so i originally wanted to write a blog post every single time i scratched one off my bucket list unfortunately i haven't done that but um i also wanted a place where it was going to stay and i wasn't going to lose the list mm -hmm. so whether move whether something happens uh the list is going to be there so i know and i can keep track of stuff and it's a little bit more of holding me accountable absolutely uh i just to me it's so amazing that you are essentially like sharing it with the world because i think it it really made me think like what would i put on my bucket list because you had really cool stuff on there um uh i mean it could be something like really grand like trip to greece and then it could be something like learn how to how to uh, shoot a bow you know to do archery yeah. and i thought that that is just yeah it's making me think like what do i what would i put on my bucket list and it doesn't have to all be huge you know tasks or anything it can be like little things that yeah. I've, I've wanted to do and i so i thought that that was a really inspirational thing to put up there um so has yeah, it i go ahead Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I want to say that I started my bucket list when I was 18. So when I was 18, I was just like, I have like, I'm an adult and I have resources and thank God that I have the resources to be able to do stuff. And like, I'm young and I'm going to college. I just want to enjoy and make the most out of life. So I was like, I'm just going to make this bucket list. So I've been adding along to it. That's what I was going to um, ask next but, is, has the bucket list changed? Yeah, it hasn't changed. It's more like I've added things to it. And my intention behind a lot of the things has changed too. So I know one of the things that on my bucket list was like, be a mother, um, which is something that seems so simple. It's something that's so like, oh, be a mom one day. But I think that that was something that I placed on my bucket list because I didn't, I didn't really, it was something that seemed so far off at the time that I was like, oh, let me add it on here. And now I'm like getting to an age where like my friends are getting married and all that stuff. So mm -hmm. I'm like, that is actually like something I, I want to do. And hopefully I'm blessed enough to be able to do that because I, I understand that that's not the case for a lot of women. Mm -hmm. So, um, that was just kind of like a way to keep my goals and what I want. And also just a way to like pray about those things. Cause, um, sometimes we want things and it's just not, it's not going to happen the way we want them, but mm -hmm. still have to keep in mind that God's God's plan for our life is so much greater. And hopefully he knows the desires of my heart. He does know the desires of my heart. So I'm just hoping that, um, all the things I long to accomplish, I'm able to. Very true and very well said. So in addition to all of these things that you're doing, like you just blow my mind with like how active you are and, and uh, I mean, just the amount of output that you have. You also are into photography. Yeah, that's kind of what I first got into even before the boutique. When I was a freshman in college, I started taking a photojournalism class and I was like, ooh, I really like this. And um, I was like, I want to work for the newspaper on campus. And I, I just thought that the perfect thing for me to invest in was a camera. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of like my first little glimpse of like getting into photography. I just wanted to take really cute pictures. I'm, I'm really into fashion photography. I used to do the photography for my boutique. Um, for my website, for all of my ads and everything. So I really enjoyed fashion photography. I really love taking pictures of girls. And I did like a modeling team uh, with a photographer when I was a senior in high school. Yes, and I it saw was that. I think yeah, it, was it was that just, on the website. Yeah, it was one of the best experiences ever for me. It helped me 
it helped me with my confidence. It helped me just like be comfortable in front of the camera. Um, so I wanted to do that as well. So I actually created the modeling team with my boutique and photography involved. So, um, that was one of my goals too, that I don't think was on the bucket list, but it was just one of my goals because I loved the way the experience that I had as a senior, I wanted to do that as well with like just the girls. I have three little sisters. So I was like, I'm sure they would love to do something like this. Of course. Yes. Uh, so do you, in addition to like fashion photography, do you tend to take your camera out and, you know, take pictures of anything else? I like doing travel photography. I haven't used my camera in a long time. I'm going to be really honest. I've just been like, as iPhones get better, I'm just like, oh, it's just so much easier to take my uh, iPhone. Everywhere. Yes, there are some amazing pictures taken with phone cameras nowadays. Yes. So I'm like, I kind of feel sometimes obnoxious taking like my big old like camera. Um, I will take it when I'm taking pictures of other people. Mm -hmm. Um, like whenever my friends are like, Hey, like, let's go take pictures. Like I want to, I want you to take them with your camera. I'll do it. But I have not really been active even on my, I have a photography page. Really? That I used to be really active on. Yeah. What's it America called? Battelle America Battelle Photography. How cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. I just haven't been active on it in forever. It right. Was it was one of those things that just kind of got placed, like shoved to the back of my priority list. Yes. Um, but I actually I actually got my camera yesterday. I got it out of its little box and I was like, I need to go get like a new battery for it. I need to go get a new little chip insert thing so that I can start getting to it again because it's something I really enjoyed. I just miss it, but I haven't done it, so... Would you say that that's your creative outlet maybe, or, or it was your creative outlet at the time? Yeah, it was my creative outlet. I think because I didn't have much time to write at the time. Mm -hmm. Now that I have the time to write more, um, I like to journal. I like to write the blogs. Um, so I think both of them, I've always just really needed at least one creative outlet and whether that's like building my website or doing social media or writing a blog. Um, but yeah, writing is definitely like number one when it comes to like my creative outlet. That makes me so happy. Yeah, it, it makes me happy too, because for a while I just wasn't able to do it. And photography was just something that I could do, um, with the boutique. It was something that was so needed, like with my models and everything, like we would constantly go shoot, we would shoot at least once a month. Um, so I, it was the only thing I had the time to do was mm -hmm. not so much writing, but do more of the photography because it was needed for this store and it was needed for social media and the website. Yeah. So you said you built your own website too. Yes, Ooh. I did it. Wow. Um, through Weebly. Yeah, I did it through Weebly. I really was looking, I actually was looking into other platforms recently because I was like, maybe I should, um, do something that's a little more friendly for blogs. Mm -hmm. um, but I couldn't find anything that was more that would be able to do blogs and the e-commerce. Um, but hopefully I'll be not completely rebranding soon, um, but changing up the website a little bit. That's well, something that's definitely in the works for the next rest of the year. Well, that's exciting. Um Anytime people choose to rebrand anything, I'm always like, cause I'm not very business oriented. So I always wonder, you know, like what, what's the decision to rebrand? Like what's the driving force behind it? For me, I think I wanted to start rebranding a little, probably right after I graduated college. Um, I just think so much of my style changed. I changed so much. Um, and the boutique and even like what was my brand. I always wanted it to be like a representation of who I was. Um, so it just, I, I need something a little more toned down, a little more serious still with the pink. Cause I love pink and I'm happy and I'm peppy and whatnot, but that's um, right. Making it a little something more serious. Cause 
um, even if you look at my feed from like a couple of years ago on the boutiques Instagram, it just, it's a lot younger. It's just a younger demographic. And that was really what I would thrive off of though. I really loved um, my boutique in Eagle Pass. It was just kind of like the hub for like young girls. Like I would get a lot of younger customers and it was just because I could relate to them Mm -hmm. and their moms would come in and they were like, well, you're a great role model. Like you always like, you're always so kind to like the girls or whatever. So that was also something that I was like, well, I want my brand to grow with me. So it'll, it's, it's changed in style over the years, even in like what we carry. No, that makes perfect sense. Uh, and after you said it, I'm like the, the light bulb went on, of course. Yeah. Your brand's going to change as you evolve as a, you know, your style or, you know, your, your taste or whatever it may be. So that makes perfect sense. And that brings us full circle to the rebranding at visit Corpus Christi. So as the brand manager, what was your role in the rebranding? So the rebrand, once I came on, they were already in the middle of the rebrand. Um, our VP of marketing, Emily Sertucci, she's awesome. And she's so, so talented. And yes, she had already she's been amazing. Working on it. Yeah, I, you met her. Yes, yeah, that's yes. Right. I've had her on. She's been a guest. Oh, wow. I have not seen that episode. I need to go back and look. She's awesome. Well, she had already been working on it. Um, with a couple of other team members and um, our CEO and everything. So I came on and they were like, you are the people person, because that was something I emphasized so much. And like you said earlier, I just care a lot about community. I care Mm -hmm. a lot about people. So they're like, you're the people person. We think you'd be the great, like the best person to like represent the brand, to push like Corpus Christi to be the Gulf Coast capital and get people on board with it. So that's kind of where we were like, okay, a community event is a must and we want to showcase it to everybody. And how are we going to do that by getting those influencers and the people that already make the city thrive, those business owners. That was really my, like my portion of the pie when it came to the rebrand, it was really getting the word out there, figuring out ways that we could incorporate it into the community and make it a community value for everybody to know that we're the Gulf Coast capital and that there's so much to do here in Corpus Christi and there's so much to love about Corpus Christi and that we have a vibrant culture and for us to just make the best of it, especially after a very tough year yes. um, coming out of 2020. Yeah, that was perfectly said. And, and again, you know, being from Corpus and seeing how much it's changed in the past five years uh has been incredible and to see so many people like yourself like really invested in you know putting this city out there in the way that it deserves is i mean it means so much uh so i thank you very much for for you and your team's you know hard work doing that uh so thank you i appreciate it yes um so earlier in the interview you talked about how you were very how did you say it? Protective of your time and that you wanted to use it wisely. And so for somebody who is maybe on the fence about what they want to do career wise or whether or not, you know, they want to pursue a higher education, you know, what would you, what kind of advice would you give them in terms of like how they're utilizing their time? Yeah, time for me, it's it's just so important. And something that I have found with being so busy is that one, yes, it's awesome to be protective of our time and we have to be protective of our time um, in general about our goals and what, what God has put in our heart and what we feel called to, but also protecting our time when it comes to rest. That's something that I've had to learn the, the hard way. Um, there was just some times where I was like, I don't want to rest because I just want to please everybody else. And I want to go hang out and I want to give, give myself to like everybody and make sure I'm meeting everybody else's needs. And just something that really spoke to me is that you can't pour out if you're not full, if Mm -hmm. you're not like getting poured into. And I think rest is so important. So that when it, when I say like, I'm protective of my time, I've learned to be protective of the time 
that I need to rest. Um, That's very important. Because it's only, it's only wise. But I guess my advice for people that are wanting, you know, to either go back to school or open up a business or start up a blog or do any of those goals that they've, they've longed to do, um, I would just say, one, pray about it. And then just if you really feel called to, go ahead and do it and really find your people because the people that love you and the people that understand that, they're going to know that you're doing this because, one, you feel called to do it and that's one of your goals and it's important to you. But then they're also going to be very protective of your time when it comes to rest. Like they're going to – I know I have friends that hold me accountable and they're like, um, you haven't been resting very much. Like, you know – Things might hit the wall if you don't, and you're not going to be your 100% yourself if you don't rest. So that's the way that I think you should approach as far as being protective of your time. Like be protective of, yes, like your goals and everything, but be protective about your time, the time you're taking for yourself to rest and make sure that the people you're close to understand that as well. That's huge. And I think such an important point to make right now, um, you know, cause I think we're really used to the hustle culture and, you know, you got to go, go, oh, yeah. go strive, 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 win, win, win all the time. Um, and it's just not, there has to be balance and rest is so, so critical. I mean, no matter what you're doing, if it's exercising at the gym or, you know, like you said, pursuing any goals you might have, you have to take the time to just give yourself that rest. That's huge and a beautiful message. And America, I thank you so much for being a guest on today. I am just in awe of you and all you accomplished and what you're continuing to do. And I'm so grateful that you're working, working with visit C- uh, Corpus Christi. And, uh, thank you. yes, I just think you're incredible and I can't wait to see what you do next. Thank you so much. I'm I'm so flattered that you thought of me to be on the podcast. And you've had so many episodes, so many really cool speakers. So I was like, little old me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but thank you. Yes. Um, I'm really grateful to be growing in this community and um, just feel very blessed that I get to um, work in what I love and in the city that I love. So thank you. Thank you for your encouraging words. Thank you, America.